0: Dan Mitchinson as our US correspondent. Hi Dan. Hello Heather. So how would you describe Dan, uh, not not Dan Biden, Joe Biden's <laughs> speech on gun reform?
1: <laughs> I, I think it's something that we've heard before. Uh, I mean he was calling on Congress to take action on what uh, you know, I think most people around the world are calling an epidemic right now that we're having in this country, too. And, and it came just a day after we had another uh, deadly shooting in Oklahoma. And I mean, he, he emphasized the need to, to not only have tougher background checks, but I think to bump up the age of people who want to purchase a gun. And he said something has to be done, not tomorrow, not next month, but right now. And here's more of what he said on that. Do something. Just do something. For God's sake, do something. After Columbine, after Sandy Hook after Charleston, after Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing has been done. This time that can't be true. This time we must actually do something. And he, I think he tried to point out, too, that this isn't about taking away anyone's guns. He said, in fact, we should sort of treat responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave. But- I think you're going to hear a lot of people saying this is just just more talk and both sides are still going to be at a stalemate on this.
0: Yeah, so what's he going to do about it?
1: I don't know if there's, a, there's much he can do. I mean, the, the yeah, well, House I mean, this Judiciary Committee. is ridiculous,
0: commi- isn't it? Dan, so you have the leader of the free world saying do something and he can't do anything about it.
1: Well, and, and that's what it comes down to, to the, the the party policy. And what do we have? 300, 320 million people, something like that here in the United States. And now, right now, we have the Judiciary Committee that has approved a bill, and it would pass the Democratic-controlled House, but Republicans would block it in the Senate. So we're back to where we started. And if, you know, I mean, things could be reversed as well, too. And if we had a Republican president like we had a couple of years ago in office, I mean, we wouldn't be making any progress either. So it really is, I, I mean, a stalemate. That's the only word that comes to mind when we talk about this uh, mm.
0: Mm. Um ultimately it comes down to the will of the people, really, doesn't well, it? Well this Otherwise is true, yes. It, yeah. yeah. Otherwise it would change. So Amber Heard can't afford to pay Johnny Depp?
1: Well she's saying no. I mean this is gonna bankrupt her. I mean, John you know, everybody's saying what happened, all the money that Johnny Depp had too, and how much is he really gonna see from from Amber Heard? I mean, I guess her wages, you know, could be could be docked, but you know, right now she's saying nobody wants to hire her. And you know, when we were talking about this a couple of weeks back, I I told you that this was whoever whoever lost was going to appeal. This and Amber Heard's attorney came out today and said just that. You know, the jurors were confused, which I really find that hard to believe. Uh, the, the, and more evidence that, that wasn't presented in court that was suppressed uh, could have helped her case and that Depp had an advantage because he had the wealth, he had the fame, he had the power. And and no one would believe her unless she had pulled out her phone and videotaped him as she was being beaten, which, you know, she didn't quite do that. But, you know, she introduced into court pictures of, of what she said happened at at that time. So, um, yeah, this, this is not going to end anytime soon.
0: So the thing about it is if she can't afford to pay it, she is Mm -hmm. arguably going to rack up just as much potentially in legal bills as just paying it.
1: I would think so. I mean, I mean, you, you know, these lawyers aren't cheap. Yeah. Um, this ca- this this case though has drawn just just unprecedented. I mean, it's not like the O.J. Simpson case, but but you wonder if if the cameras too and the press influenced the jury in in Depp's favor. And and I mean, it was a media circus over here, and a lot of social media really did put Depp in a better light, I think, than Heard. And and should the judge have allowed cameras in the courtroom? That's been another thing people have been talking about.
0: Well, here. what Maybe do you not. reckon, Dan? We talked about that today. I mean, if if you think about it, and it's it, it's open justice, right? There is nothing yeah. stopping you from just trundling down to the court and sitting through it so what's the difference between doing that and watching it on telly
1: I think they're thinking, well, you know, you only can get a dozen, maybe two dozen seats in the courtroom, and people were lining up overnight to get those seats. But here you're televising it to a worldwide audience right now. Then you have the jury take a break for a week or a week and a half, and the judge tells them, okay, you're not allowed to go home and watch or listen or talk to anybody about this case. But you're bombarded by social media and television and radio and the Internet and newspapers with Uh, this. So you know know those jurors are going to take a peek on this. So did that have any kind of impact on, on the outcome? Maybe, maybe not.
0: I think that's, I suppose that's possibly the case. eh? Um, Dan, thank you. I I appreciate it. You have yourself a lovely weekend. That's Dan Mitchinson, our US correspondent.